So the other day I was in a uh, I was I was in like a parking garage, you know, and the elevator said don't use the elevator during emergency and then underneath it it said if disabled um like wait here for someone <laughs> to come get you and i was thinking i was like i was like wouldn't you rather just take the risk on the elevator at that point you know what i mean like why why wouldn't you just just do it you know like you're gonna you're gonna be sitting there waiting for someone to run down all of the stairs i don't think so i don't think that's gonna happen wait what are they supposed to do even if someone gets there yeah, exactly. That's that's what I mean. I, I just feel carry like, them down the stairs. I feel like you got to take the risk about the elevator. Like you just got to go. At that point, you have no choice. <laughs> yeah. What are you supposed to do? I have no idea, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to everything comes from something. And when it comes to parking garages, you always think about parking your car. And today's episode has a special guest on it who knows a lot about cars. You like that beautiful transition, Cameron? Yeah, it's pretty good. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the studio, Austin Keys. Thank you for having me today. Woo! Austin Keys pa- is one of our uh, Patreon, Patreon supporters. Patreon supporters. Yes, I give at the totally awesome level of $5. Well, apparently that's like the the bar to get on the show or something. Actually, JD doesn't even he doesn't even support. So, well, we usually bring people on the show if they give too much money on Patreon or if they're interesting. And so for Austin's that's case, true, yeah. we were planning to have him on the show even though, you know, he didn't give to patreon he's actually one of our more recent patreon supporters yeah, yeah. so if you want to support the show check us out at patreon.com slash ecfs podcast we have different levels you can give at this show is completely free for you guys live every monday but if you want to throw a couple bucks our way we would really appreciate it we are pretty much just doing it on our own time for fun for you guys so again you can check us out at patreon.com slash ecfs podcast this podcast, Everything Comes From Something, is kind of going in a bunch of different directions this year. So 20, many directions. In, in 2019. Like I, what a car would do. <laughs> <laughs> no, not quite, okay? Um, for this this episode in particular, we wanted to have Austin on because I think he's really funny and interesting when it comes down to his life experience, and I know nothing about cars. I just I want to throw that out there. I know practically like just squat every time i have a question about cars i go straight to austin but he's got kind of like a funny connection between what he does for his job and also how he uh, works with cars um i just wanted to let you guys know if you're regular listeners cameron and i are planning to do a history episode soon we get a lot of requests to do the history episodes there has been a lot of hype behind um the favorite wars episode i'm pretty sure that's gonna be yes yes pretty sure pretty sure wait oh my goodness the war of 1812 I like that war. I know. We're going to talk about the War of 1812. I oh. don't know if it's my favorite war, though. I think it's a good one, though. It is a good one. It's an anyways, important one that no one cares about. Anyways. On a side note, you did say about a couple months ago, once I reached 1,000 followers on Instagram, that you would have it. And I did reach that. So He did. That's why I was like, I can't really go back on my word. Wow. Particularly. so. And I reached it pretty quick. So Yeah. That, like... Wow. Um, So for the rest of you who support us on Patreon, I don't know if you heard this, but in our first episode of 2019, I said if you give at the $5 level, you have to post your questions on Patreon.com. We posted up something on January 1st at 1.22 p.m., and it says questions for January Patreons. If you are a Patreon, you can see this post. Underneath it, you comment a question for the show. No one has commented so far, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to reach out to you and text you individually, okay? Because we have tons of Patreons at this point. A whole whopping, s- a whole whopping six of them, all right? Tons of so them. So if you guys give to the show at a level where you can actually 
throw questions our way, make sure to go to patreon.com. You are you have access to this um, post and you can comment below your question because we want questions for the show. Yeah. I like answering funny things. So, and uh, if you have just any other questions that you want to ask me, I may or may not respond to you. Just if you get a hold well, of that me was very helpful. through a bunch of other. So <laughs> insightful. It will take you so long to respond. All right, I'm all done them. shilling for our podcast. Okay. Austin, who the heck are you? I'm just a normal 23-year-old kind of guy. Uh, mm-hmm. I work in the ER, and I love cars. That's like a perfect description. So I know Austin because he married my sister. How long, were, how long were you guys dating? I think it was about like four to five years before we got married. Wow. About, you don't even remember? I don't even It's been that long. It was like like I was like out of high school, got into college, and then like wham, like I started dating your sister. I know. I remember. Can I talk about this on the show? Do you care? No, no, no. I mean, okay. So the way she always puts it for how we like interest, like met and everything is I would say that I was in her anatomy class and mm-hmm. she always says we met over a dead body. And like that's wow. her like joke, and ha, ha, ha. yeah, that's a pretty it's, good one. It, it's it's very pre-scripted. Austin yeah. rolls his eyes again. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I met her, and then I don't know. We just uh, I was looking for a church at the time, and she invited me to the anthem, which was like the college ministry back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, Adventure Christian Church, big yep, church, good R. church. R. What but do you mean, R.I.P.? Oh, yeah, yeah Anthem. Anthem. Anthem's dead. Yeah, definitely, very. <laughs> but there dead. is a game coming out this year about Anthem, so you know. <laughs> but so. Yeah, I'm, we ended up dating. I mean, just started dating. And actually, when I first met her, she was actually still dating her old boyfriend. That's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> so that's always the funny part about it, the whole situation. And I mean, I know you probably aren't best friends with her old boyfriend. I no. always thought he was a funny guy, like a nice guy. And I mean, I, I liked him. I mean, I didn't really like get to know him that much but yeah i wouldn't either if i felt I like it was like in a blink of an eye she was like with him and then she was not with him yeah like just one day she was like oh yeah i broke up with him and then let's go out yeah <laughs> i, I think will, i'll never forgive my sister for that because i was like what the heck like how could you just like dump him like that but you know all turned out good i mean at least you're pretty cool <laughs> I, I would try I, would, I hope so i'm just saying like i it started off on a bad foot for me austin oh i mean i i'm 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 pretty positive it probably did just because yeah. i'm pretty sure i stole her from him so because <laughs> <laughs> when i met you you came over you guys were studying anatomy i was like wait doesn't she have a boyfriend who is this other guy it was really funny it was really funny hey so, you won it's like I, I you did, gotta be I did top one. dog i know i he, did he won me over too yeah, yeah I did. austin and i are pretty good friends we hang out usually on a weekly basis we usually eat junk food it's like our cheat day whenever yep. we hang out with each other oh so you it's just austin's just a me replacement is what you're saying <laughs> I have plenty of me replacements for you, Cameron. That's what you get for <laughs> living so far away, all right? Yeah, I've, but we hang out weekly. It's basically like it me, it's me cheating on you throughout the rest of the week because I need some sort of fulfillment <laughs> in my life. I need something to fulfill my Cameron spot. What's so, funny is we wouldn't we we would hardly see each other if we weren't like literally like contractually obligated to see each other. <laughs> <laughs> so so true, so true. Okay, so back to you Austin real quick. Before you got into your current line of work and being interested in cars, like where did you grow up? What were what sort of like your experience as you were coming up into adulthood and going into college? Because I didn't know you before college. So I grew up in actually Modesto, California. Um, it's a small. I wouldn't even say it's a small town anymore because it's like four hundred thousand people. 
But wow. I mean, when I moved is there, it really? yeah, when I moved there, Why it was so like many people live in because it's cheap. <laughs> it's <laughs> dirt cheap. Yeah. It's so cheap there. But yeah, I was actually born at the hospital that I currently work at. Oh, wow. Um, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Kaiser Santa Clara. Yep. <laughs> and I mean, it was actually the old hospital and then they built the new one. But yeah, like they all are saying every time I tell that story that just people are just interested in that. But um, yeah, I grew up in Modesto, California. We moved there when I was about five or six, I believe. Um, I then ended up going, uh, just growing up there, went through like middle school and high school over there. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was really big into baseball back then. I, you know, was pretty good. Uh, I don't want to brag too much, but what do you mean? I don't know anything about baseball. Okay. I don't so know about cars, so I would say that, you know, I played on a, the, probably the highest level that you could play in those kind of years. Um, I play, I traveled all around the country. Um, was recruited by several colleges and um, a couple um, minor league team or professional teams, but for the draft basically. Um, and yeah, I mean, I was that was I thought back then that was my career path. And you know, nowadays I don't even really like think about it anymore, and it's kind of sad. What happened? I ended up tearing my rotator cuff mm. uh, at my senior year in high school. Um, it was right actually after the my senior year like ended. And I was actually like transitioning, going into like college and stuff like that. And I just blew it. I mean, I was a pitcher, so I threw, you know, pretty fast for my, my like, you know, position. Uh, I was like clocked at like 94 miles an hour. Dang. So, I mean, professionals, that's about, you know, what you have to throw nowadays. Yeah. Right, right. Um, I mean, people throw about 100 miles an hour, but I mean, I wouldn't, I always thought like I had a lot more in me. So, you know, who knows what. I could have had left in me and I could have maybe potentially reached a hundred miles an hour. But I mean, it, it is what it is. And, you know, I really feel like, uh, you know, God just left me into this path that I currently am now. Yeah. Um, no, that's super, that's super weird because when I think about that experience that you had, when I, that was actually one of the first moments where I was like, Oh, like I kind of like this story, like an underdog story. Cause you really had a different plan for your life. And then, Everything kind of changed. You recently had an Instagram post, right? Yeah. Like, so I posted this thing today because, you know, there's that whole 10 year thing. Yeah. yeah. And like, oh. I was just like thinking back about it. I was like, wow, 10 years ago, like I would have never thought that I'd be in my line of work right now. I'd be, you know, like transitioning into like, you know, going into racing and stuff like that. And, you know, married too. And I'm like, it's just like, it's a total like game changer. I thought I was like, you know, going to be like in the minor leagues right now or transitioning into the minor leagues from out of college or something like that. And yeah, it's just been really, really crazy. I just never would have thought I would have been like in this position today. Yeah, no, it's, it's super wild. And so then you kind of, you moved on to college and you didn't, it sounds like you didn't know what you were going to do with yourself. What interest, what, what changed your interest into the medical field? So I actually like, so basically like short story is, is I ended up going to JC like, uh, I ended up going to Modesto Junior College for, like, a half a semester, I think, or something like that. Oh, wait, yeah, don't let, don't let me forget to talk about your high school really fast. You know what I'm going to make fun of you about. I don't know. I don't even know. Okay, before we get to your JC experience, Austin, what was so special about your high school in Modesto? Oh, uh, okay, so <laughs> everyone... going to love this. Yes, so my high school that I went to in Modesto is famous for American graffiti. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. George Lucas is a, I don't know, an alum, alumni. alumni. He's, yeah. a, he's a local, yeah. Yes. Yeah, so actually the the high school in American Graffiti is my high school. Oh, that's so, that's pretty awesome, actually. Yes, and it's really annoying because every time in high school they'd be like, oh, you went to George Lucas' high school. I was like, yeah, great. You know, I've never seen the guy, and I don't think you can give it, like, 
two craps about us. <laughs> <laughs> He's never. He doesn't come even don't. No, he doesn't even donate. He doesn't do anything. Mm. Even like American Graffiti Parade and like the week. So every year in Modesto, like during the summertime, there's like a week long like per, like festivities. <laughs> That's their claim to fame. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think the guy's ever shown up like within Aww. the last like twenty years. That's sad. <laughs> oh man. Wait, did he show up like before? I'm pretty sure he showed up in like the nineties. Okay, yeah. So they're still doing it. They're trying to summon George back. See, yeah. here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. I think it's mostly because he he he's kind of embarrassed to go outside nowadays. Oh, I, probably, I think totally. that actually is why, because he, like, it's it's really kind of sad but kind of funny because he's he says like oh yeah i'm just oh i'm just up in my uh in my home i'm making i make movies for myself yeah <laughs> i mean like, oh. and like not a lot of people know that just because in the movie i think the school's called like dewey high school or something like that mm-hmm. and my school was downy so i don't it wasn't like it was the same high school, and I think they just ended up using a little bit different name. But they still used Modesto, California, I which I thought was weird. I never would want to go to a high school called Downey High School. Downey. <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't either, but I loved it. I mean, I loved the high school. Yeah, yeah. it was. A, it was. I, a great... I think actually one of my other friends went to went to that same high school. Really? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a. It was a great high school. Did they have a shrine for George Lucas in the quad? Uh, no, they just had him all over like the hallways, <laughs> just his face, uh, just his face. <laughs> and actually it's like, it's funny because like they have like, you know how each high school sometimes has like the class year, like the year, the group photos, you know, and like, uh, of the class that year. And it's like, you'll see all the years like leading up and like, there's a section missing, but like, there's just one like year. And I think it's like 62 or something like that of like George Lucas. And then the next one's like 78. What? So it's like they just want, they purposely they want, just wanted George Lucas's like class year on the wall, and then like forgot about everyone else. Oh and then my just God. Did anybody else famous graduate from your high school, uh, or was it just George Lucas? No. So actually, the same guy. Uh, so I forget his name, but he's in the event, Hawkeye. Um, yeah, yeah. So he was actually went to. Uh, I think he went to a neighboring high school, in Modesto. Oh, I see. I see. Oh, okay. Um, but he still actually like he his parents live in Modesto, and he still attends regularly. Hmm. And then, no, I mean, I played against a lot of, like, famous people, like uh, Colin Kaepernick. Played you, against him in, hi- you in played, baseball. Oh, baseball yeah. against him? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. It was my freshman year, but, yeah, he uh, he went to Pittman High School in Turlock. Hmm. So. Wow, that's so odd. It's really, like, a, it's, like, I, I, I always try to tell people that Modesto, like, feels like a small town, but, like, when you realize it's really, like, kind of big now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That makes sense. So Juzo, if you'll know, he went to Berkeley High, and there was a bunch of famous people who who graduated from there. But they have like a mural that has all of like the the notable people who who graduate from their high school, and the Lonely Island is like oh my god <laughs> on the mural. <laughs> on the mural. That's so, awesome. Yeah, pretty funny. They were they probably tore it up that year. I'm sure. I'm sure. That would would have did wait. Did all three of them go to high school together? Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. I think those guys are hilarious. Yeah, so especially uh, what is it that Hot Rod movie cracks oh, me up. I love so Hot Rod. Is Andy Sandberg part of that? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Um. Oh yeah. So part of like going back into JC, I guess. Wait, I have one okay. one last thing. We're gonna get to the JC. Speaking of famous people staring at you in hallways, for some reason, my high school. I went to Lee High School. There, there was a uh, this like strange cult behind posting this this like picture of Miley Cyrus on the inside of bathroom stalls and it had like meme font and it said Miley Cyrus watches you poop but they were like all over they were all over my mm. high school and I don't know why I wanted to share that but I found it quite funny hmm. 
Anyways, I played my couple pranks in high school too. <laughs> this is a. I just want to share one, one more. One more <laughs> oh high my school. Gosh. There was. I probably have said this on the show before, but I had like this video class that was teaching me Premiere Pro. But we didn't. The school had no funding for cameras, so we were using cheap, like hundred dollar HD camcorders to film movies. And I'm so happy nobody will ever see these videos because <laughs> they are awful. But I am also very proud of them at the same time. Um, my teacher, Mr. Wolf, bless his heart, really like he liked me and and my two other friends, uh, Bob and Takara. We would make these videos, right? But the one thing that would drive him nuts is that when we'd film in the bathroom, because he's like, "That's illegal. You can't go filming in the bathroom." And so once he told us that, we were like, "Every video, we have to have scenes in the bathroom, <laughs> filming in the bathroom." So we would be filming in the bathroom for like twenty minutes, trying to get like the perfect take for these different things. And there was this one time where this teacher walked in. And we were filming in the stall and we knew the teacher and he was like, I'm not even going to ask. All right. <laughs> he just <laughs> left. It was so funny, dude. Some of the kids that walked in were like staring at us as we're like shooting different videos in the bathroom. Technically you can shoot in the bathroom, but you have to, you have to make it like out of use. You have to like put a sign up. That well, says we, we definitely use. did not. Oh. I was kind of a bad boy in high school too. Oh my gosh. What did Austin. you, wait, 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 before we move on, what did you do? What was like the, the worst thing I did? Uh, yeah. Uh-oh. So I was like, so I was like pretty well known just because like I was like you know the jock or something like that. And my the whole group, of, yeah, team. I was like no, my whole group of friends. Like I had a friend that was like you know my friend was the quarterback and like all that other stuff. Sure. Like so like we were like if you were like in high school and like at my high school during like my senior year or something like that, you would be like, oh, I know Austin Keys. <laughs> yeah. And so, but we for a senior break we actually did something that was like not. I would not recommend anyone doing. <laughs> okay, let's just hear that again. Do not do this. Okay, okay. and I'm 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 gonna do like a blurred out version All too. Right. So, it, my high school's mascot was a a knight. Okay, so there's a big statue of a knight in the middle of like the I would say like the quad area. And uh, so we, me and my friends, thought it'd be funny if we put like a, you know, a male reproductive organs <laughs> on the statue <laughs> and so we super glued it like with like uh jb weld so like basically impossible to take <laughs> off <laughs> and so like and it was like a big like black one yeah so yeah. it was just that was probably about the the funniest thing that's, that we that's pretty good that's, that's <laughs> so like i th- i remember it stayed up for like a week because they could not figure out how to take it off <laughs> and i remember they put like a like I remember they put like a towel around it or something like that. Like it was just like to this day, like I still find that probably one of the funniest things. That is pretty funny. That is pretty funny. I just want to warn you guys for all you audio listeners. We have no video listeners. I don't know why I said audio listeners. Um, Austin is going to be sharing some stories a little bit later on in this uh, episode about his ER experience and they will get fairly, he's going to do his best to censor them, but the ER is a mysterious place. Would oh, you yes. say so? Yes. So I say no holds barred. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to censor yourself. <laughs> this is your warning. We are warning you. Okay. Usually we try to keep it clean. Austin's not going to be like grotesquely swearing. Instead, he's just going to be explaining yes. what, what will, some situations It's just gonna... the human body. It's yes. fine. It's normal. Yeah, well, I always try to say the ER is like like a male like a like a high school like boys locker room. Oh gosh, Oof, like it's like pretty much that bad. Yeah, you know, well, that that's funny because like in the locker room there was always like one or two people who would just leave 
one towel that was like dried up and crusty <laughs> in the locker and like forget the combo or whatever and so it would it would just like stunk up the whole hospital the, the, oh yeah the whole locker room uh, okay in the post show i want to talk about gyms all right because okay. I, i'm triggered let's get back to what the story we were telling okay about so jc i ended up going to jc i tried to recruit my like i don't know my baseball career i guess i would say i healed up so the issue was with my injury, I ended up opting for no surgery, which was kind of the wrong choice at the time. Um, I was given the choice, you know, no surgery, surgery. And if I took the surgery, I would have like, you know, I just didn't want it on my record, would say like, you know, when you go to like, you know, uh, propose yourself to like these teams and stuff like that, you don't want to say like, hey, I've already had, you know, arm surgery right, or right. shoulder surgery like that. So I just wanted to like, you know, kind of keep it under the record, hopefully bounce back. And I just ended up never being the same. I mean, I went from like throwing pretty hard to like, you know, I went from throwing 94 to like, I would say like 82. I think I topped out. So I just, I wasn't even close to being like, you know, anything like ready for any the next level. Yeah. So, I mean, and then I ended up, you know, getting into like, you know, taking school seriously and stuff like that. And then that's when I met your sister and stuff like that. So do you feel like Emily sort of influenced you? in going into the medical field no so actually i ended up so i i originally wanted to become like a i, I think i majored in criminal justice or something like that yeah yeah so i like you know was like okay i don't really like that and i was like let me just like i'll get a like a degree in science or something like that so i just started taking all these science classes and i ended up never like i knew at some point i wanted to come be like become like something in the hospital setting and so, like, I didn't know what, though, at the time. I didn't know nursing or anything like that was, like, in my, like, you know, future. So, I ended up, uh, like, one semester, uh, Emily's friend, uh, Larissa. So, she ended up, like, getting her EMT license. And I was like, oh, that, you know, seems kind of interesting. Like, you know, work on the ambulance or something like that. And I was like, oh, it must be, like, pretty hard. And I was like, no, it's, like, five months. And I was like, oh, I could do that. Like, yeah, yeah. I'll just like take that real quick and then, you know, go, you know, work somewhere else uh, in the meantime while I finish up school. And so uh, I ended up getting my EMT license just out of that, like for that reason. And, you know, it's just like taking me from there. Yeah. No, I, I really started to get to know you as you started working on the rig. How long were you as a, working as an EMT? So I was only working as an EMT for six months. Wow. Really? Yeah. Felt so much longer than that. So I got in my... into the hospital like pretty much like as soon as you can. Wow. Like I was just like I was over it. I hated working on the ambulance. It was just it, so like you got to realize too. There's two different settings of the ambulance. There's like a BLS side, which is like basic life support. So basically, you're transporting like grandma from like the her like home to like the hospital right. or like the hospital to back to her home. And we always like made fun. It was like the Uber of like the medical field. Right, right. It's basically what it is. An expensive Uber. And uh, and then there's like 911. So 911, I, you know, I was given the choice to work in 911, but I ended up choosing the hospital setting just because it was like the pay is like three times as more. And uh, it just was like some it was it was what I wanted to do in the first place. I wanted to work in the ER. So. Switching over to ER. You had to stay as BLS for six months so that was like oh. the mandatory like thing like you had to like get six months experience and then like and then you could start going looking for other positions that's crazy but so. you d did you see any action when you're on the bls side so i ended up like filling in like or i would say i worked for 911 for like a little bit but then like 
it just you know i just didn't like it yeah, um, yeah. i did like a couple of ride-alongs you know like stuff like that and i just i i, I you know i it's really like cool like in the t- moment but like I would say it just like it beats you up like a lot like working in the ambulance setting at least in the er you get like you know it's something that you can you know go to and you i feel like you can make a career out of it and like the ambulance like you if you talk to anybody that works on the ambulance like 911 setting you know they're maxed out like five six years yeah mm-hmm. yeah and, and then what do they do i mean like they just like go to a different career really <laughs> it's like really? yeah it's I want to say it's just due to because like you see the gnarliest of things yeah, yeah, and on the ambulance setting, I would say more gnarlier than like the ER just because you're, you're seeing everything. Yeah. Right. Right there at the, at the scene of it all. Right. Um, in your six month period, Austin, you ended up working for Starbucks. I did. Uh, with well, me, which was hilarious. I worked for Starbucks before. Really? You worked, you worked at Starbucks? Yeah. So I worked for Starbucks before I ended up getting my EMT license. Yeah. Uh, but afterwards I, yeah, I was like, I was working for it and I was like, yeah, you know what? Like it's kind of slow right now. I was like, you know, I'll just like get a like quick little like job back at Starbucks. It was hilarious. Were you his boss? Yeah. I was his yeah. supervisor. <laughs> <laughs> that was so weird. Austin's like, yeah, I, I, I got, I didn't think you were going to get the job. If I was being honest, I was like, I don't think, Brad. but my, my old boss, Brad was like, yeah, we could use an extra hand during the holidays. It was during and that the was like the season. whole point. Like I was like, Oh, you know, I, they always are always saying that they need like help during the holiday season. And I think I got the job around like October, November ish. Right, right. And I was like, ah, I could help out. And I was like, I feel like, you know, I could be put to use just cause I didn't have to get trained again. Like, yeah. you know, most new employees. Yeah. So it was funny. I have to say that I remember having to kind of whip you into shape in some areas because you didn't really care. You, it was like your fun oh, yeah. job. If I didn't care one bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm going to use this like uh, this job per se because I always got coffee on the ambulance. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to get this for the, the discount. The discount. You have another job like that right now, don't you? I do. <laughs> Austin, I'm always work, abusing the system. Austin works side hustles just to get discounts. So I work uh, currently at O'Reilly Auto Parts. How many hours do you work there a week? Uh, probably about one to two. <laughs> <laughs> but I still get a fifty percent discount. How wait? How do you? How do you I ha- do that? I don't know. I'm. I just get lucky. I think I, people always ask me like, how do you get those jobs? And I'm just like, I went in. I was like. Hey, like they, you know, they always ask like, can you work like 15, 16 hours? And then I like just slowly transition into like, you know what? I can, I can only do this day and I can only be here from like nine o'clock to like one. And like, that's about it. And then like, you know, I'll get to the day and I'll be like, you know, dude, I got to take off at like 11 and they're like, oh, totally. That's fine. (laughs) And it's like two hours. That's just so funny to me. Austin is probably one of the luckiest people I've ever met in my life. I do get my fair share of luck. Did no you joke. did you uh, do the lottery when it was that like what I, was it I like tried. four billion or you whatever? You know what? I never I've never hit the lottery, but I would say I do go to casinos pretty often. Mm. I wouldn't say often, but like whenever I get a chance, I will play like you know go into the casinos and, and gamble a little bit, and I always come out pretty decently <laughs> i i am the opposite of that yeah i get so frustrated by people like you Austin. like my first time i went to gamble was with uh one of my friends paco he uh we went to a ski boarding or snowboarding trip up in tahoe and he was like hey let's go to the casino it was like i was just freshly 21 i think i was like 21 and like a couple months and i was he was like hey like you know have you ever gambled and i was like no 
And so he's like, oh, I'll, I'll teach you how to gamble. So we ended up uh, gambling. Like, we ended up playing, like, blackjack a little bit. And I, I did, really like blackjack. I did okay. Like, I would say, like, blackjack's one of the games where, like, you like you can win big but like you really lose really hard yeah i feel like blackjack you win slowly and you lose slowly no you can lose because you can just lose like 10 hands in a row and there goes like half your well it's a a long run so so then we ended up transitioning into roulette and i found my game my my game (laughs) i i I could not play roulette so i don't even know how that's possible i walked away with like a g that night so (sighs) oh my gosh (laughs) I hate that. And it's just like it was just like a string of luck. Like I sat down and we were it's like two dollar tables, so each bet's two dollars. I don't know if you guys know like how roulette works, but like it's thirty six to one odds if you hit the actual number. And I hit maybe like five in a row. Oh my god. And it was just like the the dealer was like they ended up offering me, you know how like in like the casinos, like they'll be like, Hey, like, you know, why don't you take a break? We'll we'll offer you some dinner or something like that. They ended up offering me like free dinner and I think if I would have kept playing, I would probably and I won more, they would have offered me like a free night stay at the hotel and all that. <laughs> <laughs> they just yeah, they that's kind of what it, what happens in those casinos though. oh yeah they're, they're like they're like all right let's uh i know i showed this earlier <laughs> i went to nevada this last year and casinos are not my scene i just don't not like them. It, it's fun for like so my theory with casinos is if you go in there with a certain amount of money and you can play for like an hour or about an hour and a half and get free drinks at the same time I would say it's it's completely worth it because you're, yeah. you're spending about the same of what you would spend in that hour hour and a half anyways. Right, that, right. That's what my dad always said. He he was like, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go gamble, don't don't do it expecting you're gonna come out winning. Right. It's no, always no, no. Like, you always go in you take knowing the, you're gonna lose. Yeah, you take the money and and it's just like entertainment. It's yeah, just like it is. If you were if you're going to see a concert, or something. and that's why yeah. I can't play a game like roulette because it's not entertaining for me. I mean, it, I think it's really when you get a really good group of like guys at the table <laughs> oh, and you're just gosh. like and you're just hot and like you're you're winning like each round. Oh, it's it's a blast. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I I like I gotta say blackjack's my game because it's all like probability stuff i don't know why. I, I have I love it i have fallen in love with uh poker i love recently. poker i, I love think, texas hold'em i think and you when you play at the casino and you're actually playing for like real money it's like really intense and like you it's 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 awesome yeah yeah i just don't have any money so it's like <laughs> gambling's fun except i have no expendable cash <laughs> um okay so we kind of went on a side tangent i don't even remember we were talking about er uh, yeah being, so being on the rig i currently work at kaiser santa clara right now I work in the ER. Um, also, I ended up getting another job at El Camino Hospital in the ER. Mm. So I work there too. Yes, I have three jobs. Most people call me Jamaican, but <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> well, they, they my friend, my most of the people in the ER call me Jamaican because I guess Jamaicans have like five to six jobs. That's it is a lot, Austin. You work probably six days a week, if I not do. seven. I do. I just have a lot of stuff to pay for, mainly my car. But that's that. Yeah, we'll get to that car. Yeah. Okay. So. But tell us about the ER first. All right, so I don't know, just the ER is just the ER. Like you, it's not like how the TV shows so portray it. What What do you do? Like exactly? Like what's your title? Or so I'm or? an. So I I would say like I'm a medic in the mm. ER. I would say so. Like, and each hospital is pretty different. Yeah. So you know my job transit my job role is like a little bit different in each. I would say each. Uh, each hospital just because they have each hospital has different like you know uh rules and like regulations and stuff like that so like at one hospital i can you know do like uh like 
stick people like you know like do draw blood and stuff like that and you know do a lot more like i have a bigger scope of practice and then like the uh, another hospital i can't do anything yeah it's more like regulated and whatnot yeah it totally is and so yeah i mean that my day-to-day basis like so at kaiser i would say like my primary role is i ended up getting uh i ended up getting like monitor trained i guess you would say so basically i have to sit there for like four hours a day and like watch people's like heart rhythms and just see if there's any like changes and stuff like that um for people who are there like for a cardiac reason or something like that um i mean on occasion i catch like a a heart attack or so so i mean it's i'd say it's like a pretty cool job but i mean most of the time it's really boring yeah but i mean i kind of got like suckered into it my my boss was like uh hey we need like someone who has experience and you seem like you know pretty smart and can take the course and pass it and i did and they just had didn't have anyone at the time and now it's like my primary role and just because we everybody who else was uh a, i would say monitor trained was uh ended up leaving so i do miss being on the floor but and tell us about some of your experience on the floor what did that look like a little bit different than i mean i'm still on the floor for like four hours a day at kaiser but um yeah i mean i would do like a lot of like splints and you know just treating people for like wound care i would say like just stuff like that i mean most of the er people are i would say old people like, yeah, a majority of people that we see yeah. is, is all like the older crowd. Because I know that the ER is almost comp- like competing with um, more high end healthcare that has like urgent care services. Like I was talking to my mom. So much more expensive yeah. if you go to the ER. Yeah, yeah. I was talking to my mom and she's like, "Don't go to the ER anymore. Yeah, go to this thing called urgent care." I'm like, "What is that?" Yes. She's like, "It's like if you're not feeling well, it's like so go much to the cheaper. urgent care. It's like it's under our insurance contract." So I'd assume that. ER might be affected a little bit by that sort of. I don't know. I mean, we're a pretty big hospital at Kaiser, so like El Camino, like I, I get bored really easy because we get like so like on an average day at Kaiser, we're seeing like 250, 300 people a day, mm-hmm. and that's pretty you know I mean that's slim because you think about most people who are coming to the ER, their average trip is about I would say like four hours. Right, right. So I mean they're there for about four hours, so you try to you know fit three hundred people in that time frame it's you know it gets kind of packed yeah yeah. and then el camino we see like a hundred so it's a big difference but you see is there a difference in like uh how do i say this brutality of wound in comparison to like i would say it it depends on like the season or i would it say it depends on the season i mean yes at different hospitals like if you go to like regional or valley medical which are trauma centers in this area right they're going to be, you know, that's where you're going to see your gunshots and, you know, stuff like that. And we do see occasionally like some gunshots and stabbings. But I mean, they're, the ambulances are not going to bring us those just because we're not f- like we're not fitted for that kind of like, you know, treatment. Right. Right. And so, I mean, it, and the ER is like really funny because it goes in like waves. So like one day, like people will just be like cutting themselves, like just have a whole bunch of lacerations that come in and like it'll just be like a pattern like. It just you just see those all day and then the next day it could be like completely something completely different like just everybody's breaking their arm wow and it's just it's just it just happens like that and it's it's always funny <laughs> <laughs> always funny i know it, you you end up laughing about oh, all these my, injuries like, and whatnot my like you know i would say like my emotional level for like you know sympathy is like completely gone <laughs> ever since working in the yard ER. like i have like no care like 
you just like you get that like flat face and it's kind of what you have to like learn how to be because you can't care for someone if you're like you know oh my goodness that's like so much blood or oh my goodness like you know that that shouldn't look like that or something it's like that. It's also not helpful for them either. <laughs> no, and you freak them out. Like, yeah. if you're like looking at it and like, I w- I'm not gonna say that. Like, I do do that on occasion on something that I haven't seen, and like the per- someone will come in and I'll be like, whoa, like I've never seen that before. And yeah. like, then they look at me and they're like, is it bad? And it's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, tell us about some of your experiences in the ER i know you have a lot of different stories so i would say the like most frequent question that people ask is what's the worst thing you've seen and if you say that to anyone in the er like they're gonna get pretty irritated just because we get asked it like i would say every time we get brought up like that oh we work in the er so i would say like it depends on like the the situation like i i've seen it all like i've seen everything you know i deal with death i deal with you know I deal with people who, you know, have like tra- traumatic injuries. I deal with, you know, everything. And I would say like, I can't really like put a, like, I can't really put like what is the worst thing I've seen into like a specific thing just because I've seen like so much. But like, if I were to have to say like, there's like a couple situations, um, let's see, I've seen, so like the weirdest thing I've seen is uh, this lady came in and she you know she had a towel like wrapped around like a turban and so like in the er like we work in like the front and it's called triage it's basically where we get like your info basic info and just you know tell us what's going on and we'll assess it from there and then we'll get you back to the actual er so i was working up there one day and uh this lady comes in with like a towel wrapped around with like a turban you know turban like i was like okay so like you know you know, you could see a good chunk of blood like pulling around the towel. And I was yeah. like, so did you cut your head? And she's like, yeah. And like totally calm and like chill. She's kind of like a redneck. She lived up in uh, the Santa Cruz mountains. Yeah. And so she gave us like this story that her, uh, this tree had fallen down in the middle of the road and she had to go cut it down because she had no way to get out. So she took a chainsaw and was like chainsawing her way through like the, you know, the wood, the big tree trunk. And all of a sudden the chainsaw bucked. And like it bounced back at her and I was like, okay. And she's like, yeah, like it got me a little bit. I was like, all right. So like, you know, I put some gloves on and I start unwrapping the towel and like her, like, you know, I would say like from, I don't know, it's hard to like describe it, but like from the bat behind her ear and like a big, like horseshoe shaped, like, you know, cut all the way down her cheek, just like flapped down. Oh, so like com- ear completely off oh, oh. and just like i would say it just looked like you took like a blade and just like sliced it and like a piece of meat just like fell off oh and it was still like attached down here and i was like whoa <laughs> i was like that's that's pretty bad that's so weird she's conscious <laughs> so, and yeah, calm. completely calm com- like she's like she said is it bad and i was like no it's good <laughs> <laughs> did she make it is she all right, all right. Yeah, yeah yeah so I mean, in most situations like that, like, you know, you worry about bleeding, but like if you like put pressure on it and stuff like that, you're going to be fine. I mean, I will say she so normal, like, you know, our doctors normally can like stitch up something like that. But when you deal with like the face and stuff like that, you worry about like scarring and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And so they ended up calling in a plastic surgeon who, you know, is very good at like, you know, putting back together like, you know, pieces like that and just making it look like normal and more, i would say like yeah. yeah and so she ended up getting like a hundred and like something stitches Jeez. 
and like or she she got like I would say, I think it was like fifty stitches and like the rest were staples. So like yeah. we use staples yeah. on the, the head. The chain snapped and came no, no, back. No, so the 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 chainsaw was like chainsawing through, and then all of a sudden the whole chainsaw bucked because the chainsaw will buck if it like hits a snag or something, oh. and it just like bucked back up. I've been terrified of chainsaws, dude. I, I don't think I could touch one of those. <laughs> so <laughs> I would say like that's probably one of the the weirdest. Like I would say that's like a the most gnar like gnarliest thing is like you grotesque. Almost, almost, yeah, like yeah. you've seen like. Okay, like I literally saw this lady's like head like halfway chopped off. Yeah. Um but like when you come to like worse scenarios, like I don't know, I just get like really emotional when like, you know, you see kids and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. It's just I mean, that's gonna be like pretty much the standard of like the worst thing you've seen. But I mean for me, I, I haven't I haven't dealt too much with kids just because you don't really see it too much. Yeah. But like I'm usually the one that has to work it because I don't have kids yet uh right, right and most of the most of my coworkers have kids so they you know when a kid comes in and you know is coding or something like that you know they usually go oh all right you know get in there just because the ones with kids can't really deal with it because they yeah. instantly think of their kid and you know they just can't take care of the patient that well yeah but um i would say like the worst scenario was uh me we had this uh guy come in he was like 26 27 years old and uh he had came in for i i forget i think it was like an overdose or something like that and his daughter was with him and his daughter was like like four to six oh, she was gosh. young yeah but yeah. like you know still like able to comprehend kind of what was going on uh -huh. and i remember i was like doing cpr on the guy and like trying to get him back and you know we just weren't having any luck with it and basically what uh what ended up happening was uh you know, he ended up passing away and like, I like, we'll never forget it to like this day, but like the little girl like turned over and like we walked out of the room and she came up to me and, uh, she asked, said like, you know, did, did you get my, like, is my daddy going to be okay? And I was like, you know, at that time it's like, what do you say to yeah. this, like this child who just like lost her father? Oh my gosh. Yeah. And like from like there on, like, that's gotta be like literally like the worst thing that uh, like, I mean, you can't get any worse than that, really. Yeah, yeah, that's terrible. So, yeah, I don't even know what to say after that. Yeah. I, I, I mean, that, and it's like, I don't really ever want to, like, I don't ever tell that story just because, like. People don't want to hear that when no, they ask you that. They want to hear, like, oh, like, a guy, like, you know, had a pole sticking through his, like, head or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, you just don't see that hardly ever. Yeah. Right. I mean, the chainsaw thing was, like, a once in a. You know, I would say once in a career kind of thing. <laughs> but the the moments that you're talking about there, that's like the stuff you guys actually have to deal with. And that, that is, that, I mean, that is a majority of what we have to deal with. And, like, that's probably the worst thing that we see. Like, I mean, you deal, I would say, like, dealing with a family that's affected is worse than dealing with the patient. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can, yeah, I can only imagine, definitely. But, yeah, I mean, I see weird, other weird stuff all the time. I mean. You want to talk about some weird stuff? Yeah, let's let, get weird. Let's get really weird. But oh, uh, no. <laughs> so you were warned. I'm just saying. The ER is notorious for people coming in with things up their butt. <laughs> <laughs> this is like your favorite stuff. This is like Austin oh, becomes like, happy now because when you see the X-ray and you, it's like <laughs> we take and we like take bets on like what's in their butt, oh like because they don't tell us. So they come in and it's always straight guys too. 
like you would think it's like the opposite but it's literally always like straight men with their wives (laughs) (laughs) do they do like a little penguin waddle Uh, no they're walking in normal and they're usually like so awkward like they're really like you know embarrassed and stuff like that right right and it'll and they'll usually be like yeah it happened on friday and this is like a monday and they've like been trying all weekend to like get it out (laughs) (laughs) so you can't poop stuff out right so there's actually like a certain point when like it goes so far in it can't come back out and people don't realize that yeah that's terrifying yeah it's it's pretty bad so someone once told me there are in holes and out holes yes you gotta you gotta <laughs> figure that out pretty quick in life but i mean yeah they just people shove random stuff up their butthole and it's like really really weird like what like i've seen like a mag flashlight that's like those are <laughs> and like absurd. i don't know if you guys know what that is but like yeah. it's a massive flashlight they're the ones that the, the police, police yeah, officers yeah say. so a big one like i would say like a foot and a half <laughs> the whole thing oh yeah because <laughs> i'm saying you can it go it like you'll be in like amazed on how far you can go up oh my but gosh. like just like i said like once it gets past that certain point it isn't just ain't it coming that out. isn't it that like the small intestine if you laid it end to end would be like a mile long or something yeah it's yeah. like is it, there's, i don't think it's have, a mile i think no, it's yeah. like it's like a couple hundred feet though yeah, yeah you've got you've got a lot of stuff down there but that still doesn't make sense to me no <laughs> it's i mean it, yeah it's just it's random on what you know you find up people's butthole now the worst because i had an er friend that um used to come to my starbucks because we were really close to a hospital we you and i talk about beer bottles all the time yeah so beer <laughs> bottles are really dangerous to shove into your butthole just because <laughs> if, just forewarning if you yeah, ever yeah. want to shove something in your so, butthole. so avoid the beer bottles guys yeah. when you when you shove something up the butthole and like you know most of the time you end up going to surgery just fyi like you just don't think you come into the er and they're going to pull it out because you like the doctor's main concern is perforating the bowel and when you perforate the bowel it's basically like you cut the bowel and you will bleed out really quick like there's a lot of blood down there so and that's the doctor's main concern so they don't want you know especially with beer bottles like you crack the bottle perforated bowel done yeah it's over you know say your goodbyes but uh yeah i mean and don't shove it in like with the open end like up because i've seen like a guy shove a beer bottle up his butthole and basically the beer bottle like started like creating this like suction vortex like it's a vacuum think about it the open bottle (laughs) yes and the pulling down and the whole his whole intestine started going inside the the beer, beer bottle so Ugh. like they had to like go in for surgery. It's just a hot mess. Just just if you're gonna shove it in, at least shove it in with the close end. Yeah. Don't drink it first. Yeah. Or or don't shove it in. <laughs> I guess that would be like if you're the, gonna learn something from this podcast, don't, don't stick things up your butt. Or be careful what you stick up your and butt. I guess. <laughs> I always say to people that like I've lost a lot of hope in humanity after <laughs> working in the ER. I don't blame you. Just people are are complete idiots. <laughs> I'm sure you have a ton of other stories, Austin. I want to transition to your car, your car stuff because yeah. we're coming up on 45 minutes, and I want you to make sure you have a big enough platform to talk about it. Yeah, uh, we can go over a little bit into the post show. That's fine. Okay, so on a recommendation basis, which car part would you shove off your butt? <laughs> a gasket. <laughs> I mean, like what would be safe? Like a, a steering, <laughs> like a like a shifter knob, like easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my small at least it's gonna what be is this it, podcast at least become? it's gonna come at least it's gonna come out like yeah. pretty simple okay. and all of you probably thought you were gonna be bored during this episode you're like who is this guy 
Okay, so transitioning to cars, Austin. When did you start first becoming interested with cars? So I was like, I've been interested in like anything mechanical since like an early age. I mean, I loved Legos, and I feel like cars are just like a big Lego set that you can just like you know add and you know take away from. So I mean, I would say like you know early, early on, I got my dad bought me like a dirt bike when I was a kid, and you know I just rode around, raced that for a little bit. And I ended up getting like a shifter cart, so it's like a, like it's not like a go kart like what you would ride at like you know boomers or something like that. Um, shifter carts are you know they're pretty powerful. They do about a hundred miles an hour, wow. and they you know you manually have to shift them, so they're really fast. And you know it's really competitive. Uh, I would say like most people that are really at, like at a high com- like uh, like most F one drivers and stuff like that are all started out at like a shifter cart level. Mm. So it's just ba- like a basic like you know starter level of where you get into racing. And I did that for a little bit, and um, yeah, I mean I just you know transition into nowadays like you know working on my car getting into like you know finally getting being able to race uh just with like where my life's at right now and like us like financially it's been like a you know a really big blessing yeah racing's kind of an expensive hobby right so expensive yeah i I did a so i have a i have a car i'll probably talk about it in a second but i uh i did like a comparison on like how much i've spent on the car in the last year and it like kind of shocked me at first, <laughs> but like it then it didn't because I was like, you know, what? I, I kind of anticipated spending this much. But like I like wrote down everything, priced out everything because I was going to do a pricing like video for like my YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, OK, so like I wanted to break down all the costs of like what it would cost to get to this far. And it ended up being like I've spent like 18 grand in the last like year. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Can you just buy can you like start off buying a race car? No. Really? I mean, you could, but like, and I, I always like wondered that. And like, cause most people, if you think about it, like I can never get back the amount of money that I spent in my car yeah. by selling it. Like I would, ne- yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. would, yeah. In theory, yes, you would, you would come out financially better if you bought someone else's like project car who's already spent a ton of money on it because you're going to get it for a significantly amount cheaper than you would have spent on like, just like building that car. Right. So, I mean, yeah, but. It's just the fun of building your own car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Something sure. that I think is interesting, and this is what I was talking to you about before we had you on the show, is the idea that how you're like, dude, I'm a mechanical person. And I've always seen that in you, Austin. Like, even just in your career. You yeah, deal- I mean, I think that the body is like a mechanical like mm. type of thing. Right. I mean, you think about like when you get sick and, you know, something's going wrong. It's just like how a car, you know, something broke down in your car and you kind of just have to figure it out. Like, you know, it's just kind of the same, like, you know, concept. Like, I love just, like, figuring out, like, the problems of, like, or diagnosing, is, I would say it would be a better word. But Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So, your car. Tell us about it. So, I have a 2004 Pontiac GTO. And, I mean, most people, like, don't realize what kind of car that is because Pontiac's out of business now. But, uh, yeah, it's like a, I would say, like, a a Camaro. It would pretty much like a similar like you know it doesn't look the same but like a similar like platform basically it is basically a camaro underneath yeah a camaro-esque build and um <clears throat> do you want to i don't know i don't want to like miscategorize or misspec your car do you want to go over any specs for those who know what they're talking about so let's see uh so as far as like the engine wise it's a ls1 which is basically like chevy's like you know basic i wouldn't say it's basic but like a 
performance motor. Uh, it I have done a lot to it. Um, it's basically I've pulled the engine out and I have completely refreshed the engine, put new pistons and rods in it. Um, I've done new cylinder heads and new intake manifold and all that. And like a base LS1 is putting down around, I think it's like 300, so like 290 to 300 wheel horsepower. And uh, when you see like on the commercials, like, you know, for cars that, uh, you know, they say this is the amount of horsepower that they're really going off of like crank horsepower, which means just the motor alone, not what it actually mm, puts down yeah, to the wheel. Yeah. Right, right. Which is always less, which, you know, I could say like, oh, my car puts down, you know, from the factory, it says 350 horsepower, but it actually puts down 300 because they're talking about the crank. Yeah. So currently on the new setup, uh, it puts down around 500 to the wheel and around, you know, 600 to the crank. Wow. What I would say. So you've really like supercharged that engine. It's actually, I mean, it's not supercharged, but it's basically like NA. So it's naturally aspirated. So that's just a basic motor. For my racing application, uh, just was a little bit better of a platform to go off of. Okay. So, so if you supercharge, you'd be put into a different class of racing? No. Um, just uh, I just think supercharging it uh, isn't really for like my type of racing. Just from you know what I'm trying to do with it, I think that supercharging is you know you get a lot of horsepower out of the car, but I don't really necessarily need a ton of horsepower. I think my horsepower level is about perfect. Because, I mean, it's all about how much you can actually, like, put down onto the car. So like, I'm sh- oh, sh- sorry, finish your thought. I, know, I was going to say, like, at, like, if you think about it, like, if you had a 1,000 horsepower, but just, you know, your wheels just kept spinning because it, you know, can't hold traction, then, you know, there's no point in having a 1,000 horsepower. Yeah. But if I have a 500 and put every single bit and it, tra- and the, it like, you know, uh, has a lot of traction on the uh, tires and stuff like that, then I'm going to beat you. Yeah, a lot of people don't even cons- – I don't even think about that stuff when it comes to racing. I'm like, horsepower, better. But I didn't even think about how it needs to be applied to the traction of the wheel and yeah. that it won't catch, you know? Oh, yeah, 1,000-horsepower cars will spin all day if they don't have the right, like, tire and suspension setup. I mean, maybe some people are going for that. Uh, it is for, like, more like a drag racing application, but yeah. I'm doing more, like, track racing. So, right, right. I mean, yeah, you, you think about, like, F1 cars, they're not even, like, 1,000-horsepower. They're, like, mm, eight, yeah. like 700 800 and but they're just able to put all the power down because mm. because mm. of their shape right like yeah and it, just are. their suspension setup yeah. i mean they do spend like a billion dollars a year sure. on each race team <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sure it's a lot insane. of people are going to want to see your gto you are really into instagram especially of late your page is kind of blown up from the work you put into it where it can has. people find it so my instagram name is o4 bad gto uh it's you know yeah, you guys can follow me at Instagram. And I just started a YouTube channel. It's just my name, Austin Keys. Um, it's K-E-Y-S, not K-E-Y-E-S, like most people spell it. Oh, okay. But, uh, yeah, um, yeah, you guys can check me out there. Um, it's, uh, yeah, I mean, most people, I mean, have d- dug my car really a lot. I didn't really, like, realize, like, how big of a like, influence Instagram or social media was. But for, like, racing in general nowadays, they – it's really expensive and so I've tried to be getting a lot of sponsors and all the sponsors want are just like, you know, they want like the social media, like, you know, background. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. You're, so like, that, you're like an influencer. Yeah. And I mean, like you can't get a sponsorship if you're like, Oh, I do you have a social and like when you apply for spo- uh, sponsorships, they're going to be like, do you have a social media account? And you're like, Oh, uh, when I first did it, I was like, yeah. And they're like, how many followers do you have? And you're like, um, like, 
50 <laughs> and they're like okay great thanks uh we'll get back to you and they just never do yeah yeah so i mean i've really been trying hard to like grow that and it's taken off i mean i've grown about like two thousand <laughs> percent yeah no you've been you've been doing really well and what's also crazy is because you kind of have like a, a niche is that the right word niche not really a niche. Uh, um you have like a, a specific crowd that like really loves your content right yeah there's, i mean there's like a pontiac following like a cult following behind there is pontiac. i mean and the weird thing is is like not a lot of people have built my car the way i've built it and so it's been like really awesome to you know kind of just you know build this like type of car the way that i've wanted to build it and you know i kind of did it and like on purpose just because like i haven't seen the my car be built this way and it's you know and I've like gotten so many compliments, you know, people love it. And a lot of like my, you know, sponsors now, like they absolutely dig the car. Your car is definitely unique looking. I haven't seen a car like it. I hated it when you first bought it. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, this is an ugly car. I did not like it, but it looks so much cooler They are pretty ugly when they first start out. Yeah, yeah. You've, I don't know, people don't realize it, but you've like stripped out the entire car at this point. I have, yeah. I've basically like, you know, completely redone the whole car. Um, I would say, about the only thing left i mean the interior is completely empty um i mean i'm slowly going to be starting to put back together but uh i mean i'll i the carpet's completely out right now i'll have carpet you know in the future but i wanted to put new carpet in and stuff like that it's got a roll cage uh it's got you know new seats doesn't have the back seats and the complete underneath is like uh suspension wise is completely like brand new um, but yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's come a long ways in a year. <laughs> Dude, it honestly looks super cool. And whenever I ride in it with you, like it is, it's scary. It, 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 it rides hard. <laughs> that thing is, is a monster. I, I scare a lot of people. That's, that's not, is that like the car that you drive around? No, no, yeah, no, no, no. That's, that's what I figured. Well, so I, so I originally bought it because I, it was my daily driver. Yeah. But then yeah. like I, once I got to a certain point, I was like, I can't drive this anymore. Yeah, you and it destroys gas, right? Oh, I would say it gets like two miles a gallon. Wow. Because one, <laughs> so one, and I, I use special gas for it too, because so I'm not, I don't, and like not a lot of gas stations around this area have the gas that I need. So it runs E85, which is ethanol. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. It's like the yellow pump. If you ever see it at the gas station, uh-huh. it's basically like corn, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's like corn, ethanol, whatever, like and mo- most gas is supplemented by it. Yeah. So, and, and you get a little ethanol in each kind of, yeah. in like 87 or 91, like octane gas. But yeah, I just, uh, it, it runs a lot smoother and cleaner on that kind of stuff. But yeah, it burns so much faster. <laughs> so what do you drive on a daily basis now? So I have like a 1992 Honda Civic that gets like 40 miles to the gallon. Oh, that's, wait, really? Yeah, and I bought it for, I think it was like 1900 or something like that. We call it the egg. It it's is. a white. It and is. I love it so much, but I sadly, I think I'm going to probably have to get rid of it soon. <sighs> really? Why? Because I'm going to have to get a tow rig and stuff like that, and I need, uh, I just need something better for uh, just like, uh, just towing my car and stuff like that. Dang. What are you thinking, like, as far as tow rigs go? I just, I... I don't, I mean, I think, so once my wife, Emily, uh, graduates from nursing school, which should be within the next, like, four months, five months, mm-hmm. 
and gets a job, I'll, I'll we'll probably I'll probably upgrade to a nicer vehicle. Mm-hmm. But for right now, I mean, I was looking at something cheap, easy to get into, and I you I can usually sell the car for more than I've paid for it, or, or more than I bought for it. Uh, well, if you don't want to lose the egg, like no joke, I kind of want to buy it off you. <laughs> <laughs> if it runs forever, you know, it will. I think it will run forever. <laughs> Those but, Hondas are like. And, and fun fact, it only has like a hundred thousand miles. Wow! Shut up. Yeah, I didn't know that. I bought it with like ninety. What? Yeah, that I got a, such a good deal and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean, I love that thing. Don't you have an Instagram page for your egg too? I do, but I just I I started it because people wanted to see it, but then I, I've just been so caught up with my GTO that. Well, where I, pe- where can people find the egg? I, I don't. I honestly don't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> I care so much about the egg. How could you be so mean to it? What is it? Uh, it's EG underscore Civic ninety two. That thing is like a bumpy ride. That thing it, rides it, it, hard. It, it rides pretty rough, but I mean, I could probably fix that with yeah. a couple adjustments. But yeah, I mean, I, I've lowered it and put some nice wheels on it. I made it. I made it look a lot better, dude. This car looks super ratchet. Yeah, <laughs> it's oh, got I, tinted I always, windows. I've always wanted one, uh, and just like being like, you know, having that like ricer like honda civic like i just i love i wanted to do like one of those big like tailpipes that like stuck up like above the car (laughs) like just make it you're talking about like cars one status yeah yeah like Like, i wanted to make it look like similar to that yeah i thought it would have been hilarious and i you know people usually kind of do those to those things so but i mean it's just my daily driver and uh yeah i mean uh yeah that's what i have for a daily driver but because i did not you know, I was just eating through gas and just getting pulled over too much with my GTO. Yeah, yeah. And you got pulled over for weird stuff too, right? Just they see my car and they just pull me over just for an excuse. And I just, you know, got sick and tired of it. I mean, yes, my GTO now is very, very highly legal. <laughs> <laughs> Most race cars are. Yes, but I mean, it was very, very highly legal. Like, I don't have any. Em- so, California, there's emissions. And I have zero emissions on that car. It's got no catalytic converter, no muffler. Um, it's like, it's, I mean, they take one look at just my exhaust and I'd be illegal. Yeah. But, and especially with this new exhaust law that, you know, everybody's been talking about in the car community. Um, if you guys don't know it, it's a thousand dollar ticket for any car that's higher than 95 decibels on the road. Oh, shoot. Mm. And you made a YouTube video about it, right? I did. Pretty recently? I, I just explained it a little bit. Um, you guys can check it out on my YouTube channel. But, uh, yeah, it just it's enraged a lot of the car community just because it's, uh, it's really unfair. And it's I think it's just a real big, like, target towards just, you know, I think the state's way of, like, you know, gaining funds and stuff like that because they're just handing them out like candy yeah. to people. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's really unfair for just majority of the people that they – and so the backstory with it is so there's been like a lot of sideshows activity if you guys haven't seen on like social media mm-hmm. people shut down freeways you know intersections and stuff like that and they just do donuts in the middle and it's like thousands of people go to these and it's like very very like illegal and like cops always get involved and stuff like that people gotta live that tokyo drift lifestyle you know what I mean? <laughs> it's not even that like i feel like they did it so much more better and like more safe <laughs> but like people are getting hit at these things oh my and like gosh. you know getting injured and cops are getting injured and stuff like that and so i get it from the basis from like what california's like uh police like you know departments have like gone you know or the government has gone through just to like 
the reason why they have uh, placed this law in effect. But at the same time, it's like hurt just like your, you know, your small, like, you know, time, like, you know, just car person that just likes just cars and just never does anything wrong. The normal car enthusiast that likes to spend his weekends cranking away on the engine, you know, those yeah, people kind of get punished just go for, for cruises on these beautiful California roads that, you know, they promote so much. Hey, come bring your car down and, you know, take yeah. a cruise on yeah. Highway 1 or something like that. Because right, it's, right. you know, it's amazing when you have a nice car or something like that and and get a chance to go cruise down Highway 1. And we're blessed to only live like 30 minutes from it. And it just sucked because now it's like really been kind of taken away from us. Yeah, I definitely see their reasoning behind it, especially if they're we're getting like these kind of like cult following you know, get-togethers that probably end up in... I, I do, and it, it's like, I, I get that basis, but they, they're pulling over, like, uh, so in California, if you have a 19, I think, 72 or below car, it's basically, like, voided from anything, like, you know, emissions-wise or something like that. Basically, all classic cars. Right, right. And uh, so they're, they're giving those guys tickets. For, for the classic th- cars? Yeah. Wow. And they're not even, like, supposed to be abiding by these, like, laws, because hmm. it's just... If from their understanding, and that's the way it's always been in California. Back then, if they didn't have if they didn't have those laws, why should those cars all of a sudden have to? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, abide by those. It's like it's like grandfathering in. Yeah. You know, um, guns that were uh, previously yeah. legal and then are now. And illegal. it's like and and these guys that are cruising in their like 1965 Mustangs that there's no way you can get like a car to like the standard that it is today with these like like you know newer you know, performance cars to like you know abide by 95 decibels cuz they're just going to be naturally louder yeah. and it's just completely unfair cuz now these guys cannot drive them or like they're going to it's going to seriously hurt the engine by trying to like restrict it that much I don't know why I just want to say that Austin had this super funny car when he first started dating my sister Oh the Hyundai Veloster Yeah that thing was an egg too but it <laughs> looked like a car from the future it had three doors yeah, How disturbing like a, is that? What? It was a Hyundai. Yeah. It Wait, was, what do you mean it had three doors? So it was like it was like a coupe, but then like on the passenger side had like a third door, but For didn't have one on the other seats. side. Yeah, it was really odd. But that thing was also just like those cars, mobiles. Like yeah, I had lowered and stuff like that. I usually modify every car that Ma- I have. Massive <laughs> subwoofer and whatnot, right? Yeah, like two twelves. <laughs> <laughs> that's over ninety-five decibels. Oh, it for sure is. And we, that's the thing. Like these guys can have loud car systems, but the exhaust can't. Yeah. yeah. And then the other thing oh, is. Oh, so it's actually like it's actually the car that's the problem. It's not if you're driving and and you know you are making noise that's louder than ninety-five decibels. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's just the car. And it's it's a shame too because they've also made it a rule for motorcycles also. Oh, and, and motorcycles so it's like, are and, and impossibly I, loud. And for their in in a, motor, a motorcycle's defense, I feel like it's crucial for them to actually be loud because it's a way for them to be seen at the same time. Like Yeah, yeah. So true. many people get injured off motorcycle accidents and I feel like if they have a loud motorcycle, at least it's some way for them to, you know, be heard or be seen like from a you know a person driving a car yeah i mean that kind of that makes sense i have to say i usually do cringe every time a super loud harley goes by yes i I do say but like i think like they should be limited but at a certain you know at a higher decibel rate yeah definitely well everyone go ride the congressman or whatever i don't even think it was a congressman i think it was like a 
state representative yeah, or something. I believe it. I believe it. And he he like has nothing to do with the car scene. It was just his way. I think it was just a promotion for him to be elected. Was it the governor? No, it wasn't Jerry Brown. I think he just signed it off, but yeah, there's yeah, someone yeah. that brought it to him. I see. That like made it like their camp, like main campaign focus, mm. and like we're gonna get these loud cars yeah. off the streets, and like <laughs> now stealing our jobs, and, and now doesn't even like really care, and was like, yeah, I, I love the car scene, and just like <laughs> how okay, I hate you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we just passed an hour. We're at actually at an hour seven. I don't want to cut you off from talking about anything about racing. Do you okay. want to do you want to talk about your experience with <clears throat> racing, uh, where you're going with it now? But like, what competitions you've competed in in the past? And, and so I have recent. Or so backstory is, is I raced a little bit when I was younger, um, just for like fun and stuff like that. Um, nowadays, I you know, or I'm transitioning into like a full like racing like season this year, just because I haven't really had the car to race in. Uh, last year I was building it all year, um, and now that it's ready, or almost ready, uh, I sh- I'm gonna go full like you know, full into you know the racing that I'm gonna be doing this year, <clears throat> which is uh, uh, so the r- type of racing I'm gonna be doing is basically I'm gonna be competing in the search for the ultimate streetcar. It's uh, it basically a televised like you know TV program, and it's. Uh, a weekend event it's saturday sunday and they're held all around the u.s i'm going to be going to try to go to three events this year that's my goal um there's one in vegas in march 15th i think is the first one and uh it's at the las vegas uh uh, speedway and then there's one at pikes peak in july which is in colorado and then there's one in uh, la i love that mario kart level (laughs) (laughs) wait what pikes peak (laughs) is it there Holy crap. <laughs> so, yeah. So, in LA is the... And that one's in, like, September. Um, so, right. I'm going to be doing that. And then I'm going to be doing... There's some, like, local, like, autocross, like, slash, like, racing events um, that are pretty local that happen all throughout the year. I think there's about one or two a month that I'll, I'll try to get to about every month or every other month. Um, but, yeah. So, the the main one is the search for the Ultimate Streetcar. It's uh, basically, like, a weekend event, like I said. And it's composed of five events um, throughout the weekend. There's a uh, autocross, which if you guys don't know what that is, it's basically like a, in a big parking lot or like at a you know racetrack and they just set up cones and you basically have to like swerve throughout the cones mm. and it's all for time. Um, and it's very technical uh, kind of like course. And so you do that for the fastest time. And then there is a uh, track time. So it's actually on like a racetrack and you compete for the fastest time there. Or you just try to bust out your fastest time. And then there is a, uh, what else? Uh, a speed stop challenge. So it's a really quick technical course. Like 10 seconds is like the usually about an average time. Um, and you basically just, you know, go as fast as you can. And then you have to come to a complete stop, like really quick. And there's that event. And then there's a design and uh, like a design category. Basically, they look at your car and they really like to see like, custom things like they don't like you to like just be able to go off and just buy something online and just slap it on the car like they like to see something that like you've handmade or you know done something that's like no one else has on the car which i have a lot of uh and then they have a uh so since it's a street car challenge they have a section in the uh in the weekend where you basically have to drive to a certain destination because they're all supposed to be road legal cars and basically you have to drive to that 
uh, point and then drive back because you're supposed to be able to like stop at the gas station and get gas if you have to or you know if it's hot you're supposed to have ac in the car which i'm all able to do um but yeah i mean that's and so all those five categories add up to the weekend so is your car close to street legal now like you have to make some modifications to it so it's not street legal in california and none of these cars I, i don't really think any of these cars really they don't register them in California. Right. I mean, I think it's be stupid too because you really can't do anything. And I mean, I could, but I'd have to do it uh, under the table, <laughs> basically. <laughs> I mean, I, it, I basically, I could drive it on the street and I could have it re- registered here. I just have to pay someone to smog it for me uh, on the side. <laughs> yeah. And I just don't feel like doing that. But my, uh, so my friend ended up uh, actually bought a property in Washington and uh, in Washington, they don't have any emission laws in his county. So I'm just going to register it. Up. It'll be a Washington registered car. Rad. <laughs> Rad. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm excited for these uh, racing events. I hope that you get a chance to film them and put some of the stuff on YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, it's, you know, it's kind of a, like a high level kind of racing. You should hire me to film them. <laughs> I'll go with you. Cameron hey, wants you. to? I need, yeah, I need some pit crew. I'll do it. Pit crew, We're, well, Cameron do, and I are useless when it comes the, to building the video, cars. Hey, I'll do the video crew. I just need people to fill up the gas <laughs> and basically just tell me. I don't even know. Like, just tell me. Uh, we what, can rent a drone. Yeah, get some sexy drone shots. Ooh, Cameron, we stop! Do that. You're getting me excited. <laughs> um, I would just want to say that Austin, you have always helped me with my car. And thank you so much for I've tried. being able to fix. I mean, my car is pretty much a piece of crap. That's why I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'll legit take the egg off your hands. I mean, I I try to help most people um, with cars. Yeah, Austin helped fix my my terrible brakes. Oh my goodness! Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> like, I just want to like say this. I think if you would have went maybe another week, you would have crashed and died. All uh, right, Cameron. Well, I'm glad. I'm glad I didn't. We're glad. Basically, you're here. no brake pad was left on your pad so like there's nothing to like actually stop the car <laughs> Cameron was really living life on the edge <laughs> I, I just oh, I wish this was like a video speaking, one. Of, yeah. speaking of which I do need new tires Austin like probably pretty bad we'll have to just order them online it, I, that's the best way to do it uh, yeah whatever speaking of you know buying new wheels I have no money and I want to get to the post show to talk about why I have no money because I'm quite angry. Um, but Austin, I don't want to cut you off there, dude. Is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of cars? What's going on? No, I mean, I, I'm just, uh, I would say like the car community in, in California is, uh, I just, I really wanted to like, not really talk about it. Just like, uh, give like a basis like for if people who are if anyone who does listen to this like that you know just to hang in there and basically you know i think that things will get better eventually right now just because it, it is under a lot of scrutiny just because of all these like sideshow activities and stuff like that and you know they're taking a real big hit and really down on you know not being able to drive their cars at all because and it's i mean because a lot of people who have modified exhaust or anything like that they're afraid to you know drive their car now and yeah some some of those guys it's their only means of transportation and they're basically stuck it's gonna be like footloose but with car exhaust it is so <laughs> that's yeah, actually I mean, probably scary and i mean i just yeah it's because i'm passionate about the car community and yeah, yeah. I, I i just i like to talk about cars just with about anyone and 
you know, it's it's been a real bit like downer for a lot of the car guys around here. So yeah, no, I I totally can hear that from what you're describing. I don't know anything about cars. I always think they're cool. And, you know, I think it's great for someone like you to come on the show and talk about something that people who aren't involved in that community can kind of get a taste of. Because I think when people think of car communities, they think of Fast and Furious. That's literally what people think of. I mean, I would have to say the Fast and the Furious franchise did kind of spark the whole car. Yeah. The car scene. Yeah. Like the car scene, I would like 100% be able to say that the car scene would not be what it is today without Fast and the Furious. Mm, That's pretty crazy. They should. Does Fast and Furious throw any racing events at all? No. They should. They should get on that, dude. I mean, so in the movie, like in the first original Fast and the Furious, there's a thing called race wars, right. which is actually a real, real thing. Oh, okay. So okay. like they had they portrayed like real, real things and like the kind of racing that like illegal racing that they do and that that like you know in the very first scene where you know Dom and all them you know race right. and stuff like that. That's legit. Like yeah. they people actually do that. Uh, not saying that you should, but it, it happens. But then, then like, uh, Furious 7, you know, that stuff's not too real, right? <laughs> no. Didn't they, like, 100% jump, not real. Didn't they jump a car through, like, a helicopter or something? Uh, just, <laughs> I want to say this. Like, the, the whole thing with, like, Fast and the Furious, like, 5 or 6, the one where basically they... they it goes atta- crazy. Superhero they, mode. Yeah, they attach, like, the, the vault to the cars and basically <laughs> destroy the whole city. That would never happen. <laughs> There's no way those cars would be able to pull that, like umpteen ton like safe just at that speed I'm, like i'm pretty sure like that is why the california um government officials are afraid it's just <laughs> i the one thing that i didn't for i forgot about is and i don't know if i talked about this on my youtube channel for the video that i made but there's so a lot of people don't know like i would say like 15 years ago people used to be able to just race on the street and like cops would shut down roads for you really yeah because they knew like if you did it like in within like their you know like protection or like you know did it in a confined space and wasn't doing it like where people were in harm's way then you know they could at least have somewhat control over it but now it's so out of control just with like it happening anywhere or people racing on the freeway and stuff like that like yeah people in oakland used to shut down this like one road like once a week on like a friday or saturday and the cops would just sit at the end and just let you race all night long that's crazy that's really cool (laughs) and like that's how the car community used to be but now since like you know people have gone completely bazonkers and basically like i would say like the big thing that sparked it is if you guys have seen the youtube video of someone shooting so there's a sideshow at an intersection in la and someone shot a firework at the police helicopter what yeah like one of the mortars and they literally shot it at the helicopter like that's i think that's where the police like kind of drew the line yeah yeah i don't and i don't blame them it is a dangerous thing to be doing i honestly get terrified when i'm on the freeway and like three cars fly past me i'm just like jesus people are stupid like they're crazy they're crazy i like and that just never used to happen yeah i remember um i think like where I used to live, like Santa Teresa area, we we would get a lot of like racers who would who would fly at like Santa one Teresa in, Boulevard one in the morning, two in the morning, just because yeah. there's nobody down there, so you just, yeah. you just fly. That's a good road now too. Yeah. Not gonna lie, Santa Teresa Boulevard is nice and wide. It is. I mean, most people. I mean, I just for me, I never re- usually did that, but yeah. I mean, I did like to take my car up to like you know Highway uh, Nine and like go up to like there's a famous place called Allison's. Yeah. Which is like famous for like just 
nice roads to like just cruise on and then go have like nice breakfast or like lunch. Yeah. That sounds you can't much, do that anymore. That sounds much better than <laughs> racing, to be honest. Racing is a death wish, man. That's that's how I feel about it. I mean, and that's like there's two separate sides of the car car scene. You got like the nice like, you know, people who just enjoy working on cars, building their cars, you know, just love cars in general. And then you have like the, you know, stupid people that, you know, buy these like $1,200 like cars, slap, take off the whole exhaust and then just start spinning donuts in the middle of an intersection. So how do you feel about the Nissan 350Z? It's a great car if you do it right. Really? Yeah. I was like, that was my dream car to turn into like a, a street racing car when I was younger. I think it's a really great platform. I had it. I think I probably still have it. There's an RC car in my closet that's a 350Z. And I'm like, dude, this is going to be my car. It's a great platform, <laughs> I would say. But people, you know, they of course, that yes, uh, people, you know, have made it like horrible looking and like <laughs> they just... Be, there's just like that's like I said there's like a line like you have like good people and then like there's like just the people that make the car scene look completely horrible I, th- I think that's with any any like subculture with any like there fan is. group and you're, just, you're gonna get those people who are like man you're so stupid and it like because it's like it's not a generation thing because you have like older people that are part of this idiotic like you know intersection takeover scene and then you like have young people that like me or like someone else who just enjoys cars that just like to build them and like work on them. Yeah. And like, yes, I'm, my car, I've like never like doubted that my car was illegal and I've always known it was illegal and I've taken the chance like with it being illegal and stuff like that. But like, I've known that and like, but I haven't tried to like, you know, do anything like bad, like with it, like these other people have. Yeah, Definitely. Well, I think that's a pretty positive message you're throwing out there, Austin. Just for the last time, if you didn't hear it, where can we follow you on Instagram? It would be 04BadGTO. And your YouTube channel? Austin Keys. I ha- I will say Austin's first video is pretty cringy, um, <laughs> but after that, he's gotten a lot better. I have. I have been trying to get a lot better. I've upgraded my camera, and I've actually got an external mic for my new GoPro, which is a GoPro 7. Perf- I think perfect for vlogging stuff. I, right? I think it, I think it's good for right now. I mean, eventually, if I gained a lot bigger, like you know, subscriber base, I would eventually transition into like to like a Canon or something like that. Just I could give you Rex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I think the GoPro is perfect for right now, just because I can easily like use it for just filming myself and then like put it on the car and like actually film stuff. Because I mean, I think even people who have like the Canons that are like really big like car vloggers right now, they're using like these Canon like GCX or something GSX. I don't uh, even know the brand, but the, yeah, they're using that that kind of that the Canon uh, like cameras for like their vlogging, but they still use the GoPros for like the the car stuff. Right, yeah. they're the action cam. And yeah. Whatnot. So you guys go ahead and check out Austin Austin Keys' YouTube channel and his car. He's really doing some great stuff. I have to say, I mean, the reason we brought you on the show is the fact that you make that stuff interesting. I I know nothing about it, and I don't mind sitting here listening to you talk about cars. What do you think, Cameron? You no, know, that's that's very true. Yeah, so, it, it reminded me a lot of like um, the, the nerdy crap that we're into, where it's like we're, it's like it's just like it's said, boring to most outside w- people, but but somehow we find it fun. You know, <laughs> I will say though that I have been getting into the more nerdy stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you said you were the into the. Um, where you're talking about nerdy in, as far as cars or nerdy in far as like nerd nerd? Like nerd nerd. Stuff, yeah, because no. you're building a PC, right? I am building oh, a PC you are? now. Yes. Oh, what do you do? <laughs> I, I, just, I just brought my newly built PC. Yeah. So. All right, all right. Hold on. That's not the topic. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Everything Comes From Something. We usually ended an hour, but Austin has had a lot to share. We are now transitioning to our post show, which is called Nothing To Do With Anything. We talk about whatever the heck we want. 
And so I guess now we're talking about PCs. Here we go. Okay, so I am building a new PC. I kind of wanted something that I can, you know, use for editing. Yeah, just because yeah, yeah. I have a Surface Pro that runs like i7 or something like that. It does great job on et- for editing in Premiere Pro. But I just wanted like a nice like home built like PC. And ever since I saw like him, like Isaac and basically uh, Isaac's dad, um, he built just built a PCs too. So, you know, I was like, oh, I want to do this. Like this looks, this looks fun. It's it's literally. I think it's literally the same tick that it is that building it's cars. Like it's yeah. like they're just putting the pieces together. Just wait till you get them and start oh, building. It's fun. I know. It's really addicting. And it's like Christmas because you open all the boxes and you're and like. I, so yes. I just ordered everything. Like I spent. So what's I, your I, what's your specs? Okay, I so hear. I did the Ryzen seven for the processor. Okay, which one? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. The twenty. Yeah, that's what I have. Okay, and then I did the RX. 570 70, okay. okay i'm still a little new on these like, yeah, yeah. these terms but i helped him with the build uh yeah, okay. and then i did a 16 gig ram drive whatever the yeah, vengeance whatever uh the ddr4, DDR4. Yeah, yeah. and i did a one terabyte sshd uh i think it's memory is that, that so you memory or hard drive hard drive yeah, yeah. your memory is the is the, the ddr4 the yeah. ddr4 okay yeah. and then i used uh i just did like the 650 watt like power so thing i haven't bought a case yet though so what about your motherboard uh i forget which one i think it was included with the rise i can pull it up oh uh, really yeah, yeah, yeah he yeah. got a combo that's not a bad option no it's, you don't i just got it on amazon uh let's see it was oh right here so the motherboard is hold on it's loading guys the computer's like running out of space <laughs> as we're recording this episode it's really funny it is the msi x470 oh, pro great board or, yeah, MSI yeah. is pretty solid as yeah. far as gaming peripheral stuff goes. I mean, I didn't think it was like I was like, oh wow, like you know, most like high end like computers are like two Gs. Yeah, like I built mine for like eight hundred. Yeah, yeah, that's like yeah. a good price range, dude. That thing will destroy Premiere. I th- I think it will. It I mean, will. I run into up. a couple problems here and there just because I th- I think the uh, my pro, uh, Surface Pro is only eight gigs of memory. Right, right. And it just runs into a little bit of a problem. Like and it's probably I'll, four cores too. Yeah, and I, I it just, it'll shut down. Like I'll have to like continuously save like mm-hmm, about yeah. every like, like couple, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes just because at one point when I go to like click on another, uh, you know, adding another clip into the Premiere Pro, it'll just like be like not responding. And I'll mm. be like, if I don't save it, I'll just have lost everything. Yeah, yeah. There, with, this is going to be way better for that then. <laughs> yeah, you, you have eight cores, so. Okay. And Instead 16, of four. 16 threads. Don't, no idea what that means, but. That's pretty good. <laughs> just be, <laughs> so, it, you're not going to have as many I'll, problems. I'll show you, I'll show you on my computer because okay. I, I brought it down. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll check it out. You're going to, you're about to get into the, the cool. PC build. That, that stuff, man, like it. What's what's horrible about it? What I didn't warn you about, Cameron, is the second that you build your your rig, you hear about the next thing. Yeah, and you're like, I it's, can, no, I can it's upgrade fine, it. Though. I could upgrade it. You like mean, it, it's like crack, dude. You gotta be careful. <laughs> right? And the same thing with my cars. Gas. Like I like to put the nicer things on the car. Right. But like right. for this, I was like, should I do the nicer or should I just go for like a nice like safe build? And like I was looking at like the uh, for like the graphics card and stuff like that. I was looking at like the 2080, like (laughs) (laughs) it's like a G for like that or something like that. I was like, ah, like, but I mean, everyone's like, Oh, it runs amazing. And I was like, eventually maybe if I, you know, those are for like 4k gaming, like snobs. Yeah. You don't, you don't need. And that's what I I was like. I'm just not going to, I mean, I might play a couple games on it, but like for for the most part, I think it's just going to be like my, like, 
yeah. office computer. Yeah. yeah, and I think that the card you got is probably a good complement with it as well. See, what I'm what I'm looking at for my build right now is I, I'm nowhere close to it, um, but maybe I'll come across some more money. We'll see, um, which I'm going to get to in a second. Uh, just have to become just have to get more patreon supporters oh yeah that's right support on patreon.com slash ecfs podcast <laughs> you can go to the website right now um the uh i'm what i think i'm gonna invest in is a good motherboard because if you have a good motherboard it can stand the test of time hopefully the motherboard supports the next generation of ryzen i we don't know yet i am looking at a ryzen build as well yeah. but i'm surprised i have a crappy junky uh dumpster pc <laughs> what i like to call it it's downstairs and that Motherboard, I think, was a high-end one back in 2011. I can still plug in modern graphics cards to it. Oh, wait, so and it wait. won't be bottlenecked by this. Mo- modern the, uh, graphics cards, but but you're you're stuck to a different platform, CPU platform. Because you're you're you well, mine's be, Intel. Yeah, I know, so it, I know, but they don't they don't transfer even if it uses the same socket, like the LG 1151 or whatever. Um, you have to have a, it has to it has to be the newer platform. That's why it, it, it's kind of. It kind of sucks. Yeah. Wait, so is my motherboard? Oh, your your motherboard's good. It's good. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Yeah, it's fine. I I don't know. I mean, for for this board, I can't upgrade the CPU. Yeah. But as far as I'm looking, the, can you replace the, the motherboard? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could, but that didn't, then I'm just gonna build a new one. Oh. At that point, right? So, I mean, yeah, I'm not looking to upgrade the C, the the CPU. I'm just looking to throw in a GPU because yeah. that's the only part I'm missing for it. Yeah, yeah, right now. I mean, the the rig's old, so we'll see. I don't know. That, things, the motherboards are not that expensive. Yeah, they're like well, the two hundred nice, bucks, right? That's like a nice one. Yeah, okay. the nice one. They're like the the mid tier is like a hundred. Oh, okay, hundred twenty. I was just around. the the most expensive part was just the uh, the graphics card and the processor. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Those are the two ones. And honestly, RAM is pretty expensive now too. Oh, man, the, it was only like ninety bucks or something like that. Well, really? You got, for sixteen gigabytes? Yeah. You got lucky, dude. Wow. Usually uh, Amazon. That's like hundred twenty. Prime. It, yeah, it's, I paid okay. like hundred. Let me tell you my rage story right now, guys. Okay. <laughs> about the gym. And about the gym. So my gym apparently switched my membership to a fifty dollar a month membership nine months ago. Wow. And I never knew it. So you've been paying fifty dollars this whole time. And you... I thought it was twenty bucks. And so I was like, this guy talks to me when I walk in the gym. He's like, Hey, Isaac, you come to class today? I'm like, What class? I was like, I don't pay for a class. And he's like. No, dude, you have the membership to go to the class. And I was like, how much is that? That's the eighteen ninety nine that I've been paying for the last like four years, right? And he's like, no, it's 50 bucks a month. And I was like, what? And so I was That's like- That's illegal. I was like, wait, like, I, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I didn't pay for that. I didn't want that. And he's like, oh, first of all, this gym has switched management four times within the last two years. Is it the fitness evolution one? It was fitness evolution. Or now it's fitness. But it was bought out by a company called Fit Republic. Yeah. And Fit Republic has went through two managers at this location. And now we're on to the third manager. And so the guy was like, well, you changed your membership before the new manager and before I was even here. First of all, they don't keep employees for longer than like two months, it seems. <laughs> so everyone's new all the time, right? So I'm talking about Plausible the guy. deniability. And, and, and I was like... Dude, I did not sign up for this. He's like, well, look, your signature's right here. I kid you not. The scribbles of a three-year-old are my signature. I have a very unique signature. It's like a little swoop and a whoosh, right? I, I do it in a one motion. I sign the same way all the time. Are you going your money back? This is engraved like a crayon, like an <laughs> I-R. And I'm like, I look at the guy. I'm like, yeah, that's how I sign my name, seriously. 
Like I was that angry. I was like, does that look like something, how I would sign? And he was like, oh, geez. And I, and I was like, listen, I know you're going to do the best. Apparently I have to like open this corporate case with them now and we have to contact corporate. And so now I have to meet with their manager. They basically downgraded me to their $20 a month thing, but they were like, oh, it's a fee to downgrade your membership to a twenty dollar month. No, and I was way. like, I was like, you better not charge me that. That's what I said. I Dude, was like, come to my gym. I was like, you better not charge me that. And the and the guy was like, okay, yeah, like we'll waive the fee. But I swear, if they don't give me my money back for the last nine months. <laughs> Hey, that's I, that's your new computer right there, <laughs> dude. I know, I know. If you get your money back right there, I, so I'm picking it's up like a, a secret savings. Yeah, like I'm picking. I was like, dude, why can't I not save my money? I haven't been able to figure it out. <laughs> and so, um, fifty dollars yeah, a month—that's ridiculous. It's insane. And I was like, you can check the record. I was like, I know you guys keep track of how many people come to class. I know how many how you guys keep track of how many times I bring a guest. I was like, I have not went to one class for the last nine months. I have not brought one guest for the last nine months. I was like, I did not know I had this. So it's on you guys at this point, right? And they're like, well, we literally weren't here back then. We don't know who could have done it. There was a completely different management and an entire different staff. So I was just like, geez, man. So if they screw me over, dude, I'm going to put it out right here. I'm going to get revenge on this company. <laughs> I will make f- I will make fake accounts and give them the worst ratings. And then on top of this, I'm actually going to drop cash on getting posters to climb up onto their roof and hang posters <laughs> above their gym membership, say even Planet Fist Fitness is better than this place. That's what I'm gonna put. So, and I'm gonna put p- posters that say "Hidden Contracts Guaranteed." A bunch of bad marketing in front of them. So even even I I used to go to that gym, Fitness Evolution, or now Fitness Fit Republic, whatever. Whatever the heck is, dude. I'm actually so fed up. And I ended up leaving because they, you know, they do their like, oh, once a year kind of like. Uh, yeah, stupid like thing. It's, it was a hundred dollars back then, and yeah. I remember I was like. I was like, uh, when I first signed up, I was only like, you know, I started at that gym and then I left for a little bit and then I came back. And when I came back, they're like, yeah, you'll owe in six months a hundred dollars. And I was like, whatever. I was like, it was cheap. It was like nine ninety nine at that time. Right, right. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'll pay the hundred dollars in six months. Literally like two weeks later, they charged my account for a hundred bucks. And I was like, you guys literally said it was six months ago. They're literally so shady. If they don't give me my cash back, like... You should leave. You should even come to my when gym. They, come when to they American give you Barbell. Your ca- when you when they give you your cash back, you should leave. Yeah, I don't even care. Yeah, like I I'm seriously thinking about leaving. Dude, come to American Barbell. Do it. But that's too far away. It's not. But you only pay nineteen ninety nine, and there's no like year charge. Thing. I just honestly like I know this sounds horrible. And people it's get, way better. People get bad rap for Planet Fitness. It is pretty. It is. The, or you can go to the gym right next to it. What's the other gym? I don't know. Planet Fitness is right down the street. The retro okay. fitness? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why that one bothers me more. I know the Barney Purple is gross at Planet <laughs> Fitness, but like... The it, yellow and purple? Yellow and purple is too much. For me. The retro fitness... Are, I... The reason I want to do Planet Fitness is it's a it's a shorter drive. Like half the time going to the gym is just a pain because of the drive. So 24 is not that bad anymore. Yeah, I don't know about 24 either. I know people that work there, and they're like, yeah, the contracts. They they really do get you with the contracts. I'm like, thank you. So anyways, that's my rage, man. I would hate that. And and the guy who I talked to yesterday was like, yo, come back tomorrow. The manager will be here. So I came back, and she wasn't there. And the same guy was there. And I was like, hey, where's your manager, dude? And he was like, oh, shoot, dude. Like, I I don't know where she is. And I was like... So let's start fixing the problem right now. That's what I told him. I was like, let's start fixing it. Because you told me yesterday you couldn't do it for me. And he's like, okay, I'll call her. And then he fixed the problem for me today, even though yesterday he said he couldn't do it. How about this? I have a nice gray suit that I will dress up. Oh, yes. And I will come in and act as your lawyer. 
Let's do it. Dude, I cannot Let's wait for this. I can. Can I? Oh man, I just want to be there, <laughs> dude. So I'm supposed to. Go, I'm supposed to. Go, I'm supposed to go in uh, on Thursday. No joke. Like I think it would be fun. Just suit up and we'll, we'll, we'll bring pr- fat brief. I know, briefcases. and we'll print out some like you know like some random like like suing papers or something like that, <laughs> like fake ones, and just be like we're you know we're pl- we're ready to sue if you guys don't fix this. And just be like, if you do, they'll they'll give you your money back. I mean, will. like straight up, seriously. Yeah, yeah I know. I just, oof, and it's not like you're ever gonna go back after. So, I mean, I was nice to the guy. I was like, listen, I know you're doing the best you can, and I was like, I was like, but I looked him in the eye. I'm like, you understand why I'm frustrated, right? Like, you understand why this is totally on my nerve, and I want my money back. And he's like. Yeah, and I was like, that did not, uh, you're not selling it for me. Like, I'd work in customer service, okay? I understand what it means, like, to care about customers, okay? This guy doesn't care about me. I understand he doesn't give a crap. He just wants to go home and play Call of Duty, okay? I know he doesn't, it's just his, his job, right? Whatever. He doesn't even want to work there for the rest of his life. I get it, but I'm just like, dude, if you don't even care about your job, why do you care if the job loses money, okay? Uh, yeah, just I give me the money that. back, yeah. you know? Like, that was the thing about Starbucks. People would get upset when I worked there. They'd be like, what the heck? Like, why did they want their refund? I'm like, it's not your money. I know, who, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Just give yeah. them the money back. Literally, Starbucks is like, just make them happy. That's all we want to do. Yeah. They'll come back, yeah, you know? I even got it right now. I can go in, be like, hi, I'm Austin Keys with Keys Attorney at Law. Please, <laughs> you better give my client his money back. <laughs> I'm. Pre- we are prepared to sue. I don't even <laughs> think you have to say anything. If you're dressed up in a suit with oh, yeah. a briefcase and you walk in and you say, all right, well, you know, here's my... Uh, here's my lawyer um, <laughs> where he's going to look over, you know, w- what you're going to give me back in refunds. Um, and, you know, uh, like they would they would be they would, they scared. Would, yes. Oh, they I'm would. sorry. I, I wasn't <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Cameron is a sinner. <laughs> it's confirmed. All right. Well, yeah, that's my frustration. Man, for sure. I that. I, can I? Can it I, would go viral. I think it could go viral. Can I be with you when you when you enact your revenge? <laughs> oh, it, it like I swear if like I don't, I'm not gonna get you guys involved. Okay, I even, no, 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 I'm I not gonna get you involved unless they refuse the yes, refund. Okay, if they refuse the refund, I'll say you've made a big mistake. So I have. You don't know who. You're, like here's the problem. I've you been don't playing. Know who you're messing? I've with. been playing Red Dead Redemption two. <laughs> the whole game, everyone it's is basically you no. Know, yeah, everything's about revenge, and everyone is also telling everyone that they're the biggest man in town. And so it's a problem now because I feel like when I play that game, I just I'm getting like too confident, and so like I legit will walk up and be like, you don't know who you're messing with. This is it. like, and I don't, I don't even know why I would threaten someone like that. It's not good. It's not healthy. Don't I, do that. These people don't care. They're just trying to get by. All right. But like, come on, man. I didn't sign up for that. Do I sign my name like I'm a three year old with a crayon? That, that that's, that, that's pretty shady. That's yeah. the that's the worst part of it. Is you? I mean, you really could sue them for yeah. forgery. That's like that's like super, straight up yeah. forgery. I know. That's that that is fraud. Yeah, straight up. So. I, on a side note, I have a thing of JB Weld. Spencer sells male reproductive organs <laughs> that we can we can glue to the the door of them. <laughs> it comes full circle. We'll, wow. we'll put like a little like uh, you know how like most they have like the little chime, and like it'll just be like you know hang on the the end of it, and it'll just chime every time it walks. In. <laughs> 
Oh, well, wow. on that note, this has been a special episode of Everything Comes From Something. If you guys like what we're doing here on the show, well, tune in next week on Monday. Tell a friend about it. Of course, we have Patreon. You can support us there. I've said it enough. ECFS podcast at the end of patreon.com slash. So you can check us out there. Of course, we'll be back next Monday. And again, check out Austin's Instagram page and YouTube channel. We're really happy he came out and spoke. Any last words, Cameron? I'm really excited for your <laughs> revenge. <laughs> I want it. You don't I want know it. who you're messing with. <laughs> I'm rehearsing it in the mirror tonight. All right, we'll see you guys next week.